welcome back to another episode of um, Who Is with Ross O'Terry. Uh, we got a really uh, interesting person coming on the show later, but uh, you know, I'm just here. My name is Ross. I'm joined by uh, Jaden Coquet. Hey guys. Uh, Greg, Gregory Ivanov in the booth, and uh, you know, it's just us on a beautiful Wednesday. Uh, whenever you're listening to this on a Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> you gotta listen on a Wednesday or else this doesn't work. But uh, yeah, hey, exactly. um, Jaden, what's going on? How are you, brother? I'm pretty good. I'm hungover right now, but oh, yeah. I didn't drink last night. I drank. I drank two nights ago. Two nights ago, you had a big uh, birthday soiree. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> it yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we got to my house. Like I finished, finished my final in the morning. Super stressful final. Like I. Studied as much as I could, but I could only study so much because it was a case study and I didn't have the material until you opened the final, right? And it was super stressful. I finished it like just in time, like barely in time. I was like 50-50, I either did well or I failed it. I was like, we'll see, whatever. And then I um, finished that, picked everybody up, went to my Calgary house. There was like five of us. Started having some beers. It's yeah. like 1.30, 2 p.m. <laughs> And, and then just people started flooding into my house, had like 10 people in my house, all of us were just drinking. And like by the time we got to the club, like everyone was pretty tapped out already. <laughs> like we got there at like, like 8.15 and everyone's like, holy fuck, like we have to go in here right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was great. Like it was a really good time. Right. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Big man doing big things. You said you wanted to tell me something on the mic. Oh yeah, we were just uh, we were talking a little bit about Tinder because Tinder yeah. is fun. It is a fun yeah. thing. I describe it as a, a video game because it's yeah. like you know it's just like what can I say to make this girl quickly unmatch me? That's why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I just been honestly sometimes there's just like really pretty girls that will like message me and I I don't answer them. I get too yeah. nervous. I get too scared. I'm like, what do I say? I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I feel like I don't got game like that. <laughs> no. But this one time, there was this girl. She was like 24. And she was really, really attractive. Like, she was really, really pretty. She dressed really nice. All of her pictures, she's, like, traveling the world. She has a picture in front of, like, a G-Wagon. She, one of them, she's, she's in, like, an I-8. Like, she was really, really rich. So I was like, oh. I was like, I just want to, like, just kind of play around a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I actually matched with her. So I, I sent her a message, and I was like, I was like, hey, you ever... You ever ride in a Maybach before? <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, no, like, I haven't before. I would love to so bad. It'd be so good. With, like, a bunch of, like, winking emojis and shit. And I was like, okay, I've reeled her. And then I was like, shit, yeah, no, I'd love to as well. That'd be great. <laughs> and then she just, it was, like, instantly. Like, I sent that, and then I refreshed it, and I was blocked. Like, oh. She just blocked me so fast. Yeah. It was kind of funny. That's the art of, uh, the art of Tinder, as a man, anyway. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't want to turn it into a the Fresh and Fit podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't want this to turn into like a men, quote unquote, men with mics podcast. But, uh, you know, Tinder as a man is just, uh, you can't go there looking for love or else. No, no. <laughs> you'll just, uh, you know, you'll want to kill yourself. Yeah, probably, yeah. You will want to kill yourself. Tinder's not where you, no, Tinder's Especially, just fun, fastest time. Yeah, yeah. If you're an all right, like above average looking male, you know, you pull in real life. You go to Tinder, it's like, man, I'm an ugly bastard. Yeah, yeah literally. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I'm an ugly bastard. So why know. do the internet women hate me more than the real, real women? women? Like, yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's just, uh, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Um, we, are, we are on the other side of the hump. We've been on the other side of the hump for these uh, little podcast episodes, you know. Yeah. It's interesting. We're almost at the end. 
10 episodes and then that's season one um yeah. i don't know when this one's gonna be which one because we shoot them out of order but uh you know it's been a little fun experience the next episode is gonna be a very special episode um it's gonna be i'm not gonna spoil it just yet <laughs> but um you know the not the next one i guess i should say the season finale it's gonna be pretty cool Thanks um so. but yeah no it's just uh it's just a little experience so of uh you know just Sitting in front of a microphone, jabbing and jabbing with uh, all kinds of folks. Yeah, we've got so many people on here. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. they got a lot of people speaking their mind. I like yeah. it. I, I don't. Like I, you know, <laughs> an opinion is like an asshole, you know? Everyone has one, but no one wants to hear it. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. That was a little joke. No, I, I, really? <laughs> speaking of jokes, um, our next guest is stand-up comedian. A pretty fucking funny person. Uh, please give, uh, you know, warm up your ears for Neil Walker. Neil. Neil Walker. What's up? How you doing, my friend? Doing good. Living yeah. life. Living life. Just came back from the rig. Yes, sir. Being but you real, just got off? Uh, uh, I got off like a week ago now. Oh, yeah. I think I got back in Calgary, like, last Sunday, so it's been about a week now. Oh, damn. Wait, where were you? Uh, Drayton Valley. We do, we normally do 20 days on, 10 days off, but we're on breakup right now, so I get, like, probably four more weeks, and we start up again in May long. Oh, that's not too bad. You got a lot of time off, man. Yeah. That's nice. Hell yeah. He's a real, he's a man's man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm making my grandpa proud. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. He went to war, and you're just drilling some shit. Yeah. Actually, my grandpa was a coal miner, so I'm pretty much doing the same type of okay. shit he okay. is. Okay, there you go. Oh, coal miner. Yeah. That's that's a tough one. That's a tough job. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. That's kind of um, fucked. Yeah, no. My dad used to do that. Not my dad. My grandpa used to do that job. Uh, Fuck yeah. You know, he had to stop when he went to middle school, but, you know, he said it was a pretty good time. <laughs> yeah. Neil. Yes, sir. Who are you? Oh, that's a tough question. I'd say... I'm a stand-up comedian first before everything else. I graduated with a finance degree from St. FX, and I used my finance degree to go work on a drilling rig with a bunch of ex-convicts and high school dropouts. <laughs> Having a good time with that. Got a lot of family out in, in Nova Scotia, so I like it out there more than out here. Nova Scotia's home? Yeah, Nova Scotia's, Nova Scotia's home. I try to have some of that, like, maritime like free spiritedness and that hospitality yeah what else i used to get in a lot of trouble too so we'll put that on there as well (laughs) like i've done a lot of stupid shit which kind of helps me out in the rig because then like i don't have to lean into the fact that i went to school i can lean into the fact that i used to get in a lot of trouble and then i have (laughs) more in common with all these guys (laughs) we're all like very well behaved out there oh it's a very safe environment you are yeah Follow all the rules and regulations. Yeah, it's illegal not to. <laughs> That's the reasoning, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Neil, you are a stand-up comic. Also, shout out Greg, who's from Nova Scotia. Um, hey, uh, fuck yeah, Greg. Is he going to come on the mic? I don't know. He's kind of rushing back. Let's talk about Cape Breton. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your favorite part of Cape Breton, Greg? I've respond. been to Cape Breton like once or twice, and I remember there being like nothing but a hockey team there. <laughs> it's also beautiful. I go like once or twice a year. I've never been there. No, I've never been it's to. Like the most Nova beautiful Scotia. part of the country. Yeah, no, honestly, it's like really nice from like what I remember in photos and stuff. Cape Breton's like beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But there's 
it's like living in Vancouver without having to deal with the people who live in Vancouver because <laughs> everyone's way more humble and friendly and they're just like r- cool, chill people. That's like, nice. no, not Vancouver. Why is that island outside Vancouver? It's like Victoria without all the rich pricks. <laughs> I hate rich pricks. So, oh. like, in Vancouver, it's pretty bad though because it's so yeah. expensive oh, to live God. there. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, everybody there has to Everyone there money. thinks they're really cool too. Yeah. <laughs> they have this, like, yo, I live in Vancouver. I'm so sick. Yeah, as fuck. And then they're like. That's what Thomas is on right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. Seattle of Canada. It is, exactly. <laughs> And it's like, their city's like, just fucking heroin addicts and shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you acting like you're better than us for? We pay less, and we also have, like, just a better city with less ho- less okay. crime, less fucking people <laughs> overdosing on heroin on every block. Yeah. I love how you're about to say less homeless, and you're like, yeah, well, well you know. <laughs> I mean, There's a lot of homeless people here. Is. Ours, it's a difference. It's meth homeless people versus heroin homeless oh, people. Right. Calgary yeah. is like meth and crack cocaine. Yeah. And Vancouver is like heroin. Yeah. And there's like, I don't know, you just see them a lot more in Vancouver. Like, I was going to record some stuff because my buddy's a rapper. We were going to go, to go to the studio in Vancouver. And that was the only time I've ever been there. All I fucking see outside the studio is just, like, fucking zombies. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, the ones in Calgary, they're always, like, running around, getting shit done, like, <laughs> breaking into cars and shit. Yeah. So you, hard, you hardly notice them until they break into your car. Whereas the ones in Vancouver, they're just, like, passed out on the sidewalk like, everywhere. It's like yeah. the walking dead. <laughs> Pretty much. Neil, you are a stand-up comic. That little... <laughs> a little rant you did just proves, yeah, you are a fucking comic. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that on stage yet. Like, what I want to do is go to Vancouver and just roast the fuck out of Vancouver. <laughs> so I'm saving all my Vancouver material until I'm in Vancouver. Yeah, I can't say any of that yet. Yeah. Whereas, like, all my Nova Scotia material, I just praise it. I'm like, yeah, this place is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been doing stand-up? Oh, uh, when did I start? I started in, like, November. How's it been? Oh, it's been great. Like, before I started doing comedy, like, I really didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I was stressed out, angry all the time. Basically just didn't get into law school, which is good because school is not for me. But, I like, I didn't like my what I got my degree in. And I'm like, it seemed like there was only, like, really one route for me to go, which was just go deeper and find something I want to do. Because it's like, why did I spend five years, which should have been four, get an education? And... And, like, I went to go watch my boy Mitch do his uh, stand-up show at Reckless. And I was like, fuck, I need to start doing this. So when I went to Reckless, like, two weeks later, absolutely bombed. Like, I was, <laughs> I th- they gave me three minutes. The only three minutes? Yeah, for my first one. Okay. But I had, like, about ten minutes of material written, I guess. <laughs> and, I like, you know when they shine the light on you to tell you to get off stage? Like, yeah. I was so nervous, I didn't notice that. And I was up for, like, seven and a half minutes. <laughs> and I think someone just yelled, like, get the fuck off stage. Because <laughs> I'm bombing, getting no reaction from the audience. Oh, like, no. basically just huddled up in the corner with the mic, like, like just, like, huddled up in the corner. It's probably pretty nerve-wracking, though. Oh, my God. Through. You had to tell every single joke. Extre- yeah. yeah. No, I, I like. I remember. I like. I'm like. How how long have I been up here for? <laughs> the crazy thing is, to me, it felt like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it felt like 30 seconds had gone by, not like seven and a half minutes. <laughs> and they were just like awful joke after awful joke after awful joke. Probably felt a lot longer than seven minutes for the crowd, though. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, that was a nice thing about Reckless. 
during uh, COVID, there, there was no crowd. Oh, yeah? It fills up now, though. If you're listening to this, Reckless Comedy at the Dirty Duck in Inglewood. It's every Thursday, Thursday at 8 p.m. Really good show. Shout and, out Ryan Chris. Yeah. Ryan Butterfield. Shout Ryan out Ryan Butterfield. Butterfield. Yeah. If you used to play football, Stan Peters football, he could be your coach. Solid guy. Definitely someone I want spending time with my kids. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, Neil, why why comedy of all things? Well, I've always loved comedy and like when I was a kid I used to always write jokes and stuff too. So it's always something I like gravitated towards, like especially when I was like really going through my most like darkest periods or like like I was always still joking around about it. Yeah. Like, when I was just, like, in, like, not happy, I guess. And for as long as I can remember, I've always loved just making people laugh and keeping people entertained. Yeah, it's a nice feeling. Yeah. It's and a like, really nice feeling. I, I, I still kind of do produce music, so it's not, like, too much of a different world there. Like, I, I mean, the, the completely different crowds. We'll get into that later when I tell a story about doing comedy for a music audience <laughs> later in this podcast. But it's, like, same, like, kinds of, like, I don't know. It's not, doesn't feel too different, like, too much of a different world than music did. But I like it a lot more. It comes a lot more naturally to me. That's it's like, uh, it's just you. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, with music, you have to, like, rely on, like, other people and, like, producers and yeah. engineers. You have to book <clears throat> studio time and all that. But when it's, yeah. like, it's just stand-up. It's, like, just you and whoever fucking's fucking producing the show. Exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah, you're in a microphone. Yeah. You just see what you can do with it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Interesting. Um, have you always been the funny guy? The funny. Yeah. Guy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the best. At, I look athletic, but I'm not the best at sports, and I'm also kind of a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of have to have something you lean into, right? <laughs> yeah. Did your teachers in high school hate you? Were like kind of like class clown, like fucking with people? Everyone like either just loved me or hated me. <laughs> like I had one LA teacher who just loved me, but he was like the type of guy who would tell the class about his acid trips. <laughs> he was sweet. He's actually one of the best teachers in the province, and he's like highly recommended. Huh. Like fucking for the, what are they called the the testy right for university the like SAT. the one like the standardized one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like the Canada equivalent to the SAT. Yeah. Um, he's like his class like always outperforms most of the other classes, but he, he was just like a sweet guy, and he'd always like his favorite show is South Park. <laughs> How about exposing who this? I mean, even if I am. Uh, you haven't said his name yet. Yeah, I have. Yeah, this could be. Mr. Anyone. Shelby, you were fucking sick. <laughs> he's just. Like I'm me. just kidding. That was Mr. Patterson who was, just the one who was cool. Yeah, fuck Mr. Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, I was always like kind of the funny guy. Yeah. How does it like you talked about it a little bit? How it affects your mental health, you know? Would you say like comedy is almost a detriment where you have to like sacrifice yourself for the crowd? Oh, the complete opposite. Yeah. Say like every everything I was doing before comedy, I felt like I'm like sacrificing myself for others, and then comedy I can just go up like be myself. And I don't know, it's I've not been this happy in a long time. I will say that. That's awesome, man. Like if I was to look at where my mental state was like around like October, when it was like I didn't get the what I wanted on my LSAT. My school's not going well because I'm stressed. Like school's not for me. Uh, I, that's the one thing I learned. And I should have learned that in high school, not university. But I don't know. I just kind of felt pressured to go to school, and I don't. I don't really regret it. But no, it, 
it's just night and day. Right. Like you could, you could just see like I'd come home from class fucking angry. Like the smallest things would like set me off, and I wasn't uh, doing what I think I was supposed to be doing. Right. So you're on the right path. This is the path you want to take. Oh, this just... feels like the path of least resistance for sure. That's awesome. And I want a fucking drilling rig where most, like, th- that's a, the wild thing. I look at it like, the two things I'm doing are like, everyone's like, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's pretty how, wild. Like, you, you know how I know school's not for me? is I have an easier time working on the rigs than I do in school. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I come home from the rigs, I'm like, in a good mood. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, great day at work today. And for those who don't know, the rigs are not, uh, I don't know, easy. No, not really. They're usually pretty, like, labor-intensive. Yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, you know, you're pretty much fucking breaking your body. Yeah. Yeah. For your Eight hours a day. Well, we don't do anything longer. dangerous or illegal. Okay, yeah. <laughs> just get that up yeah. there. Yeah. We just work really hard. How long are your shifts, usually? 12 hours, and your relief comes in... And you go, you're back there in 12 hours. Because how it works, there's three crews. One crew is on days off, one crew is on nights, and then one crew is on days. So then you show up and you're on nights, and you relieve the crew that's about to leave for their 10 days off, because it switches every 10 days. And then the day shift comes in 12 hours, and it's just a cycle. And then every 10 days, you move from, like, you get your, your, when you're going from night shift to day shift, you get 24 hours off work, and then you're back on the day shift. And you're gonna be honest, Neil. I'm completely lost. <laughs> <laughs> you work 12 hours. A guy like a guy comes and relieves you. Then you in 12 hours you come and relieve them. Okay. Oh, okay. It's kind of just like you have like the crews yeah. and you're always like rotating. Yeah, they're always rotating. So, so it's, there's it's always going 24 seven. It, the rig runs 24 seven, except for when it's illegal to run the rig, which is right now. So it's not running right now. Mm-hmm. Why is it illegal right now? Well, it's not technically illegal to run the rig, but it's illegal to move it. Oh. Because the roads are really bad, and if you move the rig when the roads are bad, it just fucking destroys the road. Oh, and yeah. And then, yeah, everyone's like, no, no, my roads, how am I going to drive? I need my roads to drive. Yeah. That's what they sound like, too? <laughs> I mean, I imagine that's what they sound like. <laughs> that's but, like, that's the sound of an average yeah. car driver. Cabr- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah hey, look just... at me in my big car. Oh, no, my road. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you just can't, like, move the rig. Uh-huh. So it... What they do is they put it in, like, they have this, like, big place where they store all the rigs. And they just, the last shift before, I they just move all, the rig over there. And then in May long is when the road bands end. So that's when we start up again, I think. Oh, so you're just off until then. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And on your time off, you're just hitting this fucking... Oh, I'm just going hard in comedy. <laughs> yeah. And I fucking lucked out with my crew because, like... Everyone in my crew loves comedy. That's perfect. You can, like, practice. You can, like, oh, tell them jokes and exactly. stuff. Exactly. They'll, like, help them. me write stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, rig jokes and, like, stand-up jokes are, like, a little bit different. Yeah. What's the main difference? Um, well, kind of, like, the way you're telling a joke, to, like, on the rig isn't the same as telling a joke in front of the audience. Yeah. So it's, like, I think it's good for, like, joke writing, being able to write for different kind of, different kind like, different types of, of jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff that you you tell on stage and be like, hack! Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. if you are to go on stage and be like, um, here's one that I didn't write. There's a guy who came on my rig came up with. If I was to go on stage and just be like, to the audience, 
What do you call an empty can of cheese whiz? What? what? Cheese was. Oh my god! <laughs> like you can't. You're not yeah. gonna do that on stage. But you like, know what they're gonna do? They're gonna grab that old timey cane <laughs> and just pull you off. Yeah, just yeah. fucking flies get off. The the fuck off stage. Yeah. Curtains drop. Curtains. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but it's good practice. Exactly. Like you said, because. Like, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Exactly. It's good practice. And like, if they're like, "Oh, Neil, tell me a joke," then it still puts me in like stand-up mode where I'm like, I'm. Uh, I need to set this up right yeah. now. Like, I need to do, like, the process like, of me, getting to the punchline. I personally yeah. just... I wish I was on a rig that, like, didn't follow all the government regulations <laughs> because if hazing wasn't illegal, mm-hmm. then I feel like I could have a lot of fun with that for my comedy. But since my rig follows all the rules, I definitely don't do stand-up bits when I'm getting hazed because yeah. I don't get hazed. You don't get hazed because you guys follow all the rules yeah. and regulations. Yeah. yeah. And, that'd be yeah, and I work for PD... Precision drilling. I'm on rig 79. Uh, that's a lot of information you're just giving up freely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You really didn't have to do all that. <laughs> uh, PD rig 79. We follow all the rules. I'm keeping this. Out. Like uh, I'm not cutting this out. Yeah, don't cut it out. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's just saying he follows all the rules. Uh huh. Yeah. Same effects. Oh, it's like a daycare for degenerates. That's, you heard it here first. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. Oh, well, it's a small school in Nova Scotia. Makes sense. And you get, oh, I don't have my ring. My hands are kind of fucked from working on the rigs, so I don't have my ring on, but it's you get a ring with an X on it. And it's like probably the nicest thing I own at the moment. Actually, no, I just bought a car, but until I bought my car, <laughs> it was like the nicest thing I owned was like a gold ring with an X on it. Oh. Huh. And you get that for free, or oh no, you got to pay like fifteen hundred for it. Whoa. Okay. it's a gold ring. It's like the price of gold, right? Yeah. That's crazy. I guess I guess like <laughs> if you, if gold was at like a dip, then you get like a nice little discount on it. Yeah. So it kind of go like varies year by year. Uh huh. That's that's expensive yeah, ring. No, that's, that's a really uh, expensive ring, man. Yeah. How much was the car? Uh, more than the ring. <laughs> okay. I hope so. The car was like twenty thousand, but I, like I'm financing it. Okay. And yeah. with rig money, you're making like a little over ten grand a month. So I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not yeah, making no. that much money right now. <laughs> yeah, with the money I'm making on the rigs, I can afford to get my student loans and stuff paid off. I should have all my student loans and my vehicle paid off by the end of the year, Ooh. and then I'm just gonna dump that all into comedy, like buy a podcast studio, equipment, get my permits to start doing shows, like. Yeah, that will be the play for next year once I have all my stuff paid off. Would nice. you want to start your own show? Uh, I think so. I was talking to Casey Bonici. You can follow him on Instagram, Casey, C-A-S-E-Y-B-O-N-I-C-C-I. About, like, that's his Instagram. We were talking about starting a show, and that was with Will, Co- Will Collison. Instagram, Will, w- like, Will C. Comedy. Give him a follow, Caden Frazier as well. I'm I'm, sh- I'm shouting out all the boys. Yeah, don't no, keep going. Yeah, Caden yeah. Frazier. If you can't spell Caden Frazier, you're you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, same effects. Yeah, it's a daycare for degenerates. Oh, yeah. Like I just went there and got piled up every night. Like there would legitimately be. It's like a fucking like Tuesday afternoon, and then like I get out of class at like eight, and I'm like fuck it, we're hitting the booze. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then you like like eight eight a.m. Not eight p.m. Like eight a.m. Oh oh. And then it's <laughs> oh, like what? you're just like going like all day. Like I legitimately can say I've done cocaine on like every day of the week. The what nice, was the rig you worked for again? Oh, no, I don't work. About, we, they drug test me. I don't. I don't get. No. But just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. I've never did anything illegal to acquire any drugs. Mm-mm. Anyways, um, it's a fun time out in St. Effects. I was for a while. I was banned from every bar in town, and I'm like, I think I'm permanently not allowed in the residences at St. Effects anymore. <laughs> oh man! Why? What's the story there? Uh, for the like, so there was one night where I did a bunch of coke and a bunch of Molly. Mm-hmm. It's illegal to possess, not to do. So I'm I'm in the clear. It's it's actually only legal to traffic it, and I I just did it. I didn't oh, traffic. You're fine. It. No, the police don't listen to this. I promise. Oh no, I I beat the court case for that. Yeah. Oh nice. But um, so I got fucking piled. It was called. You guys are gonna love this. You guys are gonna love this. This was entirely my idea, like my brain at work here. The event was called the Catalina Wine Mixer. Oh, I've heard of that. So what we did was we put Molly on the end of our cocaine. And we called it the Catalina Line Mixer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I, I yeah. blacked out and got arrested. <laughs> but at least you can remember what you called it. Yeah. That's important. Oh, yeah. And, like, the police report, I, I don't think I still have it. It was like, and then he tried to fight. He ran away as we were trying to subdue him. And when we found him, he was trying to fight another student. Oh, that's fine. Mm. That's completely, it's a Wednesday. And, like, the best part, though, that they leave in, like, small details that were, like, it was, like, as he ran, like, it was, I can't remember, like, I was blackout drunk, so I can't remember what actually happened, but the uh. report was, like, the staff asked him to dump out his alcohol. He drank it. When he saw another student who was about to dump out their alcohol, he ran up and grabbed the alcohol from them and started drinking the other student's alcohol. <laughs> It was at this point that the police were called. Because, <laughs> like, there's a school report and the police report. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost got expelled for this. I had to, man- like, mandatory drug counseling for a year. Fucking saint. Thank you, Isabella, my drug counselor. I, I love you. Um, but, yeah, it was... Uh, after that, I was, like, banned up from all the residences. So I was homeless for, like, a month, going from, like, place to place. And I stayed with my brothers. Then I finally... This chick got pregnant, so she dropped out. And I was able to take over her spot and her lease. Oh. And it was... Wait, real. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this chick just got pregnant and dropped out, so I took over her spot in her lease. That's convenient. Good, you know? Yeah. It's like a good time to that's have like a baby the, yeah, for you. Yeah, that's the best exactly. accidental pregnancy. Yeah. Like, what, I, what, what would be really cool, I wish I could say I did this, but I didn't, would be if I, like, paid some guy to get her pregnant just to take <laughs> over her. But I, like... Obviously, like, how the fuck would you even pull that off? There's like, no yeah. way. Yeah. There's no you didn't way. Do that. No. No, literally, I didn't, but that'd be funny if someone did. Yeah. Like, I, I love the idea of that happening, but it, it didn't happen. God. That would just be really funny, though. Yeah. Like, just the fucking, like, fifth dimensional chess, like, see, you think you got pregnant <laughs> all on your own, but However. actually, it's be- I was the one who brought Jeremy to that party, and I was also the one who poked holes in his conscience. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hiring a hitman, except they don't take the life, they yeah. give life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I was living there, and that was really fucking weird, because it was like, everyone in the house hated each other. Oh, really? And I'm just like, posted there, I'm like, hey guys, you guys don't even want me here, what's up? Yeah, yeah. And like, I, I was so broke at the time, I was just eating... 
like for every meal of the day, which was just breakfast and sometimes dinner, it was just rice with a side of cigarettes. Oh, oh, <laughs> there's like no nutritional value. So in that. It was like it was like it, uh, my thought process was like, do I want to like real food or like how the fuck am I gonna booze this weekend? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Because like luckily I had other friends who would just like give me hard drugs for free. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> sick. Yeah. <laughs> like it was pretty cool, except that like half the. Like, uh, people are going to listen. It's like, oh, I fucking hated that kid. I, I can't believe he graduated. <laughs> like, there's, like, a decent shot. Like, probably, like, one-third of the people who I knew were like, I fucking hated that kid. I can't believe he graduated. <laughs> then there's, like, one-third were indifferent, and one-third were like, fucking, this kid's sick. Yeah. Well, now you proved them wrong. Yeah. I now, proved them wrong by working on the rigs. You're working <laughs> on the rigs and doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. showed them that I'm... I really showed them I graduated... Graduating in the bottom of my class, <laughs> still out earning all those fucking kids. So it's like ten thousand bucks a month. Don't mind if I do. Yeah, that's not too bad. Back to comedy. Yeah. Biggest influence, actually, your mm. Mount Rushmore of comedy fucking stand-ups. Okay, let's go. George Carlin, Norm Macdonald. Hmm, that's tough after those two. I haven't seen a lot of Richard Pryor, but I like what everything I've seen. But I don't want to be that guy who's just like, like I haven't seen enough Richard Pryor to put Richard Pryor up there. Mm-hmm. But like Richard Pryor, the first thing I heard just instantly got me hooked. But I haven't seen enough Richard Pryor yet, so I don't know if I could put him. Fuck it, like I'm trying to make a list and I'm struggling, so put him up there. <laughs> I like um, the honesty though. Yeah, who's the fourth? Let me think here. Hmm. Bill Burr. Bill, uh, Bill yeah. Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr's like pretty Bill good. Burr. He's funny. Yeah. He's really funny. Yeah, like... Choice. I really like Anthony Jeselvic. He's hilarious. I haven't seen a lot of Anthony Jeselvic, honestly. I've only seen, like, his Netflix stand-up mm. specials, because I don't really watch a lot of stand-up. But mm-hmm. I've watched all of his because they're really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, like, dark. He's really, like... A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it always has well, some, actually, like, no. a twist. T- mo- uh, swap out Richard Pryor for Chris Rock. Okay. Oh, Chris Rock, okay. yeah. It's pretty yeah. Cool. I'm not saying his name, Will Smith. Um, no. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was, like, the like the way he, ha- like, the way he handled that Will Smith mm-hmm. was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, literally. And, like, I used to watch a lot of Chris Rock when I was a kid, and I, like... I should rewatch Chris Rock because I'm forgetting a lot of his material now because it's like, I, I don't know, I was fucking young. Yeah. Yeah. I should, I should do that. That's what I'm going to do later is rewatch. Do you Chris watch Ro- a lot of stand up in your free time? Um, I do. But now, like, I'm trying to always write it into my free time. So, like, yeah. I'll, like, put in a podcast or, like, put a show on while I'm like, cleaning my room. But I'm trying to write, like, at least one joke a day. Yeah. You guys want to hear the one I wrote today? Yeah, sure, yeah, I'd love it. Okay. I may be doing this at Broken Sea later. I may not be. So I'm like, so I skipped a lot of school when I, when I was growing up. Missed a lot of sex ed classes, but I still, like, kind of got taught sex ed. But, like, for the longest time, I was, like, fully convinced that STDs were just a myth <laughs> perpetuated by big condom. <laughs> like, before, you, before anyone asks, like, how fucking dumb are you? The guy who told me this, like, he would not lie to me. It, like, it was my buddy's older brother. He's had sex with over 100 women. <laughs> you think somebody like that would lie? Would just lie to me? No. Like, why would all these women be having sex with a liar? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I have chlamydia. 
<laughs> and just end it, and, like end it, like right there. Just got it there. That's funny. Like end, end it there. Like so. Anyways, uh, I have chlamydia. What's up with airline food, guys? <laughs> What's the deal with airplane food? Like, <laughs> you do this thing. I notice you do this thing where like that's like the structure of your jokes almost. Like you'll have the setup. You'll set it up. Yeah. Do the punchline, and then you'll have at least two like tags on it. Yeah. And then you'll just switch. <laughs> immediately yeah. switch and well, it like, just catches people off guard. I was like, wait, what the mm-hmm. fuck did he yeah. just say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, my, one of my favorite things to do is, like, if I say something super fucked, is to act like I didn't say it and be like, yeah, so what's up with airline food? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. give over. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, like, if I was to have a catchphrase, it'd be like, what's up with airline food? <laughs> I actually wrote a joke about that, too. It's, like, the shittiest joke. This, this is a rig joke. Okay. I did write this one on the rig. So, what's up with airline food? It's the plane. Oh, oh planes see. in the sky, and all the food is also on the plane. It's cane up there. I'm grabbing the cane. I'm pulling you off the <laughs> stage. The <laughs> curtains are drawn. <laughs> What's it's the worst you've bombed? Mm. <clears throat> I have like two bomb stories I really want to tell. Okay. We'll go. First, I'll do the one, like, the rig bomb, and then I'll do the one that was, like, this Thursday. Because this Thursday, it was... That was the Pizza Yeah, Bob? that was Pizza Bob's. Okay. Oh, my God. This is just an event. But I'll start with the rig. Basically, the whole crew got off early because the rig doesn't sleep. It's 24-7. But yeah. if the cement truck is late, you can't do fucking anything, right? The cement truck was sleeping... And we're at the process where after you run casing, you have to cement it all down. And the cement guys were late. So it delayed the entire thing by like a day. So the night shift just got the shift off. And then we were like, all right, go home at 5. Or I think we got off at 4, not 5. And normally, what time? Crew change is normally around like 7. So we get off early. And the night shift is like off. So... We go to the hotel and start having some drinks. Obviously, I was drinking very responsibly because I had worked in the morning. <laughs> and the, the night shift, they were able to drink a little bit less responsibly because they had, like, 24 hours to do fuck all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the night shift, well, like, it's, it's, like, us on the night shift. And I'm, like, kind of tipsy, but, like, not, like, drunk. Like, I'm not, like, drunk at all. And, well, I mean... Uh, I wouldn't trust myself to operate heavy equipment, but I didn't have any heavy equipment to operate. So I go, and Luckily. they're like, it's karaoke night. By the way, for context, it's karaoke night. And we're sitting in the back of the fucking bar, and it's a pretty big bar, like the West Winds Hotel. Welcome to fabulous West Vegas. We're at the West Winds Hotel, Drayton Valley. And there's all these guys in the front of the hotel, obviously, too. Like, from the front of the hotel, like, from the stage, you cannot see the back of the hotel where we're sitting. And it's basically all guys from the company I work for, PD, who are at the hotel. So they had a pretty easy time convincing the hotel to let me go up on karaoke night and do not five minutes, not ten minutes, 15 minutes of stand-up. I'm not prepared for this at all. And I'm kind of (laughs) drunk. So I go up, get all my lines wrong... A lot of those rig jokes, which I'd never told, like, stand-up jokes about the rig. Not rig jokes, stand-up jokes about the rig. There's a difference. Because I'm, like, writing jokes about work. Mm-hmm. And these are all rig guys, so, like, I'm, I'm telling these stand-up jokes about the rig, but I'm just getting, like, fucking up my delivery, bad cadence, 
fucking up, like getting my words wrong, saying stuff I shouldn't be saying, a <laughs> little bit drunk, not yeah. prepared at all. Oh, and like just everyone, like there's one table that was kind of enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, I kind of did it some decent crowd work where I was like, oh, I bet this guy, he, I bet this guy uses one of those gold vacuums to snort his coke. <laughs> And that, like, because he looked like someone who had one of those gold, coke, like, have you guys ever get those in your targeted ads or, like, these little vacuum cleaners that are made of gold? Not the gold ones. I've seen, like, mini vacuum cleaners. Listen, nigga, you got a gold chain on, a fucking nice-ass watch. <laughs> I am gold. a college student, sir. I do not get targeted no. ads for gold vacuum cleaners. Well, making 10K a fucking I'm not going to lie. gold vacuum cleaners. I'm not going to lie, though. This is... These are both fake. Uh, listen, <laughs> I can't even afford a fake. Same, yeah. Like, I, I wear paperclip chains. <laughs> like. <laughs> all right, all right. It's tough out here. But anyways, <laughs> so I bombed that night, and fucking everybody from work is there. Yeah. And then, luckily, they didn't buy me a bunch of drinks because I had to operate heavy equipment in the morning, and that would have been illegal, so we didn't do that. Because that's not how we do stuff on PD Rig 79. <laughs> and I, I definitely, the night shift from PD Rig 79, we didn't go out for drinks no. after that. But, yeah. The Pizza Bob. That, yeah, Pizza Bob's. This one's funny. So, first of all, I want to say we came into this riding the high of, like, me and Will basically, like, fucking saved the night. Uh-huh. Like, it's like 15 minutes of crickets. And, uh... Ryan comes, he's like, all right, you guys have to, like, bring the energy back. Like, this is really not going too well. Will, you're going up. So Will goes up, does his set, does pretty well, gets some laughs. Then they bring me up. And I just, I start out, I just fucking roasted this guy in the audience who was wearing a cowboy hat. And like, the audience loved it. So that, like, Will, like, fucking bat, like, like, fucking got them ready to just be, like, really in a good mood. And I yeah. just, like, turned the show around and fucking had a killer set. Then after that, we're, like, riding the high of this. We go, Caden's, like, telling us about, like, there's this open mic at Pizza Bob's. But it's, like, a music mic, not a comedy mic. It's, like, a jam thing where, like, you go up with your band, you can play your songs. Oh, yeah. It is not a comedy night. This is not a comedy crowd. I want to (laughs) make sure everyone knows that it was not a comedy night. This was not a comedy crowd. We literally just, like, showed up and ruined their night. <laughs> like, <laughs> basically, long, it was, like, long story short. So, Caden, he's on stage. He, he goes first. Like, he's been doing comedy the longest of all of us. And he, he's on stage. He's doing all right, but, like, no one's really paying attention except this one table. And the table's, like... You can look at them and, like, you know exactly how they voted and what their political beliefs mm, are. That's my favorite table. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to say they weren't the same political beliefs as my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a good way to put it. Like, yeah. um, like, stupid, like, dyed haircuts. Like, the ones where it's, like, everyone knows they look, like, I, it's literally you get that haircut to let everyone know exactly what your political leanings are and yeah. when you like have like the short dyed bangs and it's like no 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 hate on that haircut it's just i know who you voted for that's it yeah it's yeah. like i can look at you i'm like you probably didn't vote for jason kenny did you no. <laughs> you probably also are are not a big fan of what i'm doing for work which is fine i mean nobody like nobody has to like it i'm not like 
I'm not trying to define myself as an oil patch guy. I'm a comedy guy who's, there's no, I wouldn't be able to afford to pursue my dreams if I wasn't doing the job I'm doing right now. Yeah, it's your funding. Yeah. Like, it's the way I'm funding this, like, so I'm not going to be, like, some huge, like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, oil and gas, drill, baby, drill. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, I didn't come on this podcast to do that. It's like, I actually am on the rigs because I don't like the planet. I'm, yeah. I'm not here to make money. I'm here to fuck I up the actively, planet. I actively, <laughs> my passion is just fucking destroying the environment. Every chance I get, like. You don't straws well, well, in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, like, I like plastic straws a lot more than I like turtles. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like, when it comes to one thing, more. like, the plastic straws make my drink easier to drink. The turtles just take up space. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck turtles. Fuck the turtles. <laughs> we victims. want all the plastic straws. Turtles are victims. They always need saving. Yeah. Yeah. Saving fucking turtles. pick yourself up by your bootstraps, you stupid fucking turtles. God damn it. Yeah. Fucking quit whining. Quit your bitch and get off welfare, you <laughs> fucking turtle. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, where I'm going with this. Like, this is what got me, though. So the table, there's these two... The two, the two chicks, and then this guy that looks like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Jesus. So, one of the one of them asks Caden to tell his darkest joke. So first of all, if you ask a comic to tell their darkest joke, yeah. Like, Here's I don't thing. know what you're expecting, but it's yeah. gonna be dark. Like yeah. comics, so the, 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 comics are scared to not scared, but like we won't go up and tell our darkest jokes. Yeah, those are like for friends, you know. Yeah, exactly. So Literally. it's like if you hear some dark shit. Yeah. Up there, it's like oh, it goes. Like, it the punchline was basically that the chick in the audience killed herself. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's like it, it was a proper stand-up joke. He wasn't riffing. Mm-hmm. Like you, you could tell, like it was a pro. Like it was like he wrote that himself. And I gotta say, it was pretty fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I can't remember any of the. I guess it's his jokes, but I'm trying. I'm trying to remember like some of the funny parts from it. And like I just, it's punchlines are blanking out on me. But they were like pretty clever punchlines. Like, there's something about one nightstand, and then she kicks the stand over, and she's hanging in the closet. Oh, God. <laughs> uh-huh. Something along like, so, it was something like that was, like, the end part of it. And then Ed Sheeran just walks up and, like, yanks the cord out of the mic and unplugs the mic. <laughs> no way, really? And he's like, you cannot be joking about this stuff. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, mad. I'm like, your friend. Like, <laughs> your friend. Your friend, Ed, asked a comedian to tell his darkest joke. And he just did what he was asked yeah. to do. And he probably wouldn't have said that joke unless somebody was like, yo, I, exactly. I'm wanting to hear it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because that joke might That's be kind of thing. off-putting if you just that said it That is the thing. He, we didn't go out plan. I knew that. I know the material he did earlier in the night because I heard it. It wasn't that material. We were going to do the same material we just done at Reckless, which is actually kind of what I did, but I'll get into that. That's what I would have done had the situation not been completely derailed. So the, the mic gets cut, and then that, like, ends his set prematurely. And it, it takes, like, fucking five minutes to set up a microphone, I guess, when you just, like, fuck him like that the way Ed Sheeran did. Yeah, it did, didn't, like, unplug you, like, yeah, destroy. He just, like, he just, like, fucking came and, like, unplugged. Like, I don't know. So everyone gets distracted by this guy playing the bongos. He, he was fucking shredding those bongos for, like, five <laughs> minutes. He knew, he knew how to play the fuck. He was playing the fuck out of those bongos. <laughs> like, this guy knew how to play bongos. And then, so I finally go up. The, the one table that was really paying attention to us, Caden walked them. It was Ed Sheeran and his friends. Oh, I forgot to, I, I left this part out, but this killed me. Without missing a beat, 
like, Caden, he has no mic anymore. He just kind of yells, like, looks like Ed Sheeran wasn't a fan of that one, huh, guys? (laughs) Just no mic. (laughs) Yeah, with no mic. And then, so I go up, and no, like, the crowd is lost when I go up. This is after they've uh, taken five minutes to set up the mic. Yeah, they set up the mic and everything, so, like, the crowd is gone. Like, I have a video of it. And you can't even hear me on stage because you can just hear everyone talking over me. And I'm talking into a fucking microphone, so I'm talking pretty loud. So it's like no one's paying attention at all. So I'm like, I have one joke. Like, I'm putting in as many side comments as I can about how nobody's paying attention. The owner of the venue, Pizza Bob's paying attention, and he was loving it. The (laughs) owner, Will, Casey, and Caden were all, like, loving what I was doing, and nobody else even noticed. Damn. So, like, there's one, like, one, like, thing I remember doing was, like, this joke I have where I started out. I'm like, so to address the elephant in the room, no, not the fact that nobody's paying attention to me. <laughs> but normally, I like, it's just the elephant in the room. Yeah. And, like, that, yeah, it was, it was fun doing that. And then halfway through my set, the host of the night comes up. And grabs the mic. All out of your hands. <laughs> out of my hands. What, what, before I tell you where this is going, where do you think it's going? He hits you know. with the mic. No, he just, like, berated the audience for, like, really? not paying attention. He's like, you fucking assholes. These guys come up here to do their creative stuff, put out their art into the world, and you just ignore them. How would you like it if they did the same thing when you came up with all your art? And he's oh just going off. God. And then Ed Sheeran... And his friends walk back in. Like, I guess they just went out for a smoke or something. Yeah. And, like, Ed Ed Sheeran and his friends walk in. And they're, like, this was funny. They're, like, visibly pretending not to notice, but, like, reacting to everything that's being said. Like, they're, like, trying hard to not be, like, to, like, show their disapproval of this comedy. And, like, they're, like... Here's how I knew they were pretending not to pay attention. Because they're all, like, standing, like, right in front of the stage. They weren't even talking. They were just facing the other way with their <laughs> arms crossed, standing. the like. So I'm like, okay, so th- they're pretending not to pay attention. Everybody else actually isn't paying attention. <laughs> so I was like, when he hands me the mic back, I'm like, if um, anybody would, like, basically... How did I, what, what exactly did I say? Because it was like halfway through when the guy's like berating the audience, Ed Sheeran and his two friends walk in and just face, like standing right in front of the stage, but facing the other way. They're just like standing there. So the host passes me back the mic. I'm like, basically what he was saying is, if you dyed your hair, you're a piece of shit. You should... <laughs> and then they like, like, they like, kind of like, I could tell they're, like, about to turn around, and the, like, the one chick, like, pulls the other chick back from turning around. And, like, so I'm, like, okay. So, so you're are, just trying to get their attention yeah, just like, by well, saying no, that they, shit, yeah. They had my attention. Like, I had their attention. They're trying to act <laughs> like I didn't. So you had to say something that would be, like, all right, I'm turning around. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, and they didn't turn around, and I just found that so funny. And, like, I can back this up where for the rest of the show, like, the two chicks are, like, facing the other way, and then Ed Sheeran's, like, kind of facing the other way, kind of not. Yeah. And he'd, like, chuckle and be, like... Like, he'd, like, he'd be, like, trying to, like, not laugh at stuff. Like, because, like, Will, Will's a funny guy. It, like, it takes effort not to laugh at his jokes. But they're, like, trying not to laugh at them. 
So the last thing I did, which was not planned at all, but I think this was fucking hilarious. The owner thought it was hilarious. Casey and Will and Caden thought it was hilarious. Nobody else even noticed it happened. I tell this story where I'm like, so I come home from work, and then like I, I all I asked my I asked my girlfriend for one thing, just to make me some mashed potatoes. I'm just really looking forward to eating these mashed potatoes after working for 12 hours. And I come home and the mashed potatoes are cold. So I just beat the fuck out of my girlfriend. Oh my god. <laughs> and like nobody even noticed that, but like. That was Rig 79 or PD. Per- I don't actually have a girlfriend, you guys. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like just I just jokes. like. And then like. I'm like, yeah, so I'm just laying into my girlfriend, beating her to a fucking bloody ball. Oh god. And then uh, after that, I was like, all right, that's my time. <laughs> I'm Neil Walker. Next up, Will Collison. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And then, like, w- like, Will, he played it right and got some of the audience back. Oh. And then by the time Casey went up, like, the audience was, like, kind of there. Okay. But, like, for me and Caden, it was just a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Caden was worried that, um, what's his face, Ed Sheeran was going to beat the shit out of him after the show. Which is weird because he's a cripple, so that's kind of a hate crime, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, you, you can't. can't beat up a guy in a fucking wheelchair. That's yeah. Literally. Well, I guess Caden... That's yeah, to me, man. I'm yeah, going like, to be honest here. <laughs> My dad loves, like, funny political merchandise. <laughs> like, just, like, the last thing I bought him for Christmas, or the, not the last thing, it was, like, I'm not, like, I don't endorse any American politics. I don't want anyone to think I'm, like, a Donald Trump guy. Yeah. But I saw this flag. It was, like, the Trump Rambo flag. I'm like, oh, my God, my dad's going to think that's fucking hilarious. I know exactly what you're talking about. Isn't that funny, though? Where there's, like, fucking fire in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, then it says, it says, like, no, man, no commie can stop him. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, like, It's so funny because it's, like, it's Rambo's ripped, ripped fucking body. Yeah, yeah. And his fat face just jiggling (laughs) on the Oh, yeah, it's funny. (laughs) Like, oh, my dad's going to think that's hilarious. But the next one, I'm getting him the Danger Cats merch where it's, like, it's just a, a... a hoodie with a picture of Trudeau and blackface on it. Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, my dad will... He'd never wear it, but he'd think it's funny. Yeah. I can't like, believe our fucking prime minister did that. He did it, like, yeah. three times. I know. No, like, because I know, like, every time he does it, Danger... Like, every time a new blackface hoodie... Co- uh, blackface scandal comes out, Danger Cats puts out a new hoodie. Just instantly, new hoodie coming out. Yeah, like, there's one that's called Big Trudy, then one that's called Iconic Trudy. And, I like, there was another one before that, too, I think. So I think there's, like, three... Like, they just... I don't know. I think that's so funny. Other merch is just fucking Justin Trudeau in blackface. Blackface, yeah. Because, I mean, it's like... Dude, I was just thinking of a sketch where it's like a PR manager. Yeah. He comes up to him like, Justin did blackface. It's like, blah, 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 blah. Did it again? Yeah. <laughs> you did it again? Yeah, Man, have, have you like guys seen... Three the, times? Have you guys seen, like, the Mark Hughes joke? No. This isn't so. mine. This is, like, Mark Hughes. It's on his Instagram. It's just M-A-R-K-H-U-G-H-E-S. He's like... So it turns out our prime, you guys know our prime minister did blackface. That's why I voted for him. (laughs) 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 Like that guy's fucking really good dude. He, he's like in his forties. I guess I'm not going to tell his life story on this podcast. Yeah. But he, like. Wait for Mark Hughes to fucking. Yeah. He used to be like an, he was like a solid like ex-convict. He was one of the guys. He he used to be one of those guys on the street in Vancouver. 
who you just like walk across. Like he he's, he has had one hell of a life. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing guy. Really, like just like shout he's like out. a comedy comedy guy. Yeah, shout out Mark. Yeah, shout Anyways, out Mark. Neil, it has been fucking fantastic having you on. <laughs> I, ha- I don't think I've ever heard Jay laugh this hard. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> ever. Oh, there's one more story I want to tell one before more story. I get off. Last story. Yeah, this like. I was kind of riffing, and I felt uncomfortable with this joke I made. Okay. Like, Nick Matuna went up at Koi uh-huh. after you left, yeah. and he did his set, but he swapped out what I think was, like, all the N-words for the word motherfucker. And I say this because, like, whenever I'm the only white guy in a room and everyone's dropping the N-word, I always, my go-to is to swap it out with motherfucker because yeah. I'm not saying the N-word. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be there, and I'll be like, oh, these motherfuckers. Cause I'm not like I can't say it, mm-hmm. and then I like all night. Everyone's talking about how you're not supposed to swear, and then Nick goes and does that, and I was like, like I commented on him, like, see, you guys think like Nick just went up here and said all these motherfuckers, but that's actually better than the word he was gonna say. I'm pretty sure he was just go like in, at a different venue. It would have been the N word, and I feel like I should have made that joke. Like I felt I. <laughs> I, I, you've been on stage where you like make a joke. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have said this. This wasn't like, like, like I felt uncomfortable with myself. Uh huh. Yeah. Dude, you know what happened? I'm gonna add to that. Like when I went up at Reckless, yeah. One time, I was doing. I was trying out these jokes about like crackheads and homeless yeah. people. And it's always whenever you do a joke where you're punching down, kinda, you have to like walk that line. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Definitely. So like my first one, my first homeless people joke, it was funny. Yeah. Like, it was fine. And then the other one, it was just, like, I can't even remember what it was. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, my God. I said it in yeah. front of I was like, oh, my God, why would I say that? And, like, I wasn't even going to comment on what Nick did. Uh-huh. But, like, er- it was earlier that night that I found out we're not supposed to say fuck at Koi. <laughs> and it was, like, my potato salad joke. The entire punchline of the joke revolves around the word fuck. fuck. Yeah. So exactly. I'm like, okay. So, like, if I got, I, I, I was like, the only reason I even talked about it was, like, I thought of that on stage. I'm like, so how do I transition to, like, we're not supposed to say fuck, and this whole joke revolves around saying fuck, because the whole thing is like, yo, I fuck with that. It's like where the joke, it's about potato salad, but it's also about the, how people say I fuck with that. Yeah. You can find it on my Instagram. Since we're ending the podcast here, uh-huh. you can find that joke on my Instagram. It's oh, Neil, N-E-I-L, Walker, W-A-L-K-E-R, comedy, spelled comedy. We're going to have links, or Neil's links in the fucking Fuck description. Yeah. Neil Walker Comedy. Go check him out. Funny-ass motherfucker. Yeah. If you're Thank- in Calgary, you know, this guy's always up here. Oh, yeah. You can find me. Pretty much any mic in the city will... There's no mics where I'm not allowed to go up. Like, I don't say anything fucked, so... <laughs> like, if... I'm not going up saying weird, like, racist, sexist shit. No. Oh, so, yeah, literally, any mic in the city, you can find me. This has been a fucking unreal experience being on my first podcast you guys yeah. are sick can't wait for yours to come out man hell yeah, yeah. that was nice to meet you go follow you, man. neil on instagram yeah please follow me thanks for having me on the podcast for us you're the fucking man this has been yeah. fucking fantastic i gotta neil. come down do some shows out in texas with you dude come down whenever yeah. i got a spot for you fuck yeah <laughs>
Now, on Jay's Movie Corner, we discuss a movie of Jay's selection. Yeah. Jay, what do you have for us this week? Hmm. Okay, what what do you think? What's your favorite comedy movie? Airplane. Airplane? I've never seen it. Airplane is my favorite comedy movie. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's really funny. That's my favorite. No, yeah. how have I never seen that? Like, I've heard it so many times. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was a comedy movie. I oh. thought it was, like, a serious movie. It's very, it's, the thing is, it's, like, it runs, it's, like, yeah. It's, like, it's really funny because, like, it'll cut through the joke. There's, first of all, it's packed with jokes. Very dense. Yeah. Very joke dense. And um, there's a lot of little jokes here and there that you miss upon the second time watching. Like the Mayo Clinic joke, which I just noticed on my most recent watch. Um... It's pretty, it's one of, it's, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It's my favorite comedy. <laughs> I'll have to watch that then. I'll yeah. have to put that on my list. You got to. My favorite comedy movie, I think, that I can, off the top of my head right now, I think Superbad. Superbad. Yeah. Greg, have you seen Superbad? Oh, bro, I've seen it like multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Decade. I was going to say, like, <laughs> when I think of Airplane, you think of it as like, like one of like the benchmarks of slapstick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was one of those like because it was in the eighties or something. Like it was like yeah, seventies, I think. And yeah. like the jokes like still hold. I haven't seen it. I I don't know if I've no. I think I've seen it, but it's been a while. Yeah. But like, bro, it holds up like to this mm-hmm. day. It's nuts to find a movie or like something like Caddyshack too, if you know what that is. Oh, I love Caddyshack. Yeah. I haven't seen that yeah. either. Damn. Have that you guys seen be- Blazing Saddles? That movie holds up. That's not the same dude from Airplane, is it? The old guy? It's a different guy. Okay. It's not Leslie Nielsen. It's Gene Wilder. Um, not Richard. Richard Pryor's a writer on the movie. And there's another black guy, something junior. I forget his name. Mm. Very movie. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't Blazing Saddles is a very funny movie. Wasn't the Mel dude who Gibson played Willy movie. Wonka? Yep. Yeah. Gene Wilder, fucking. It's a Mel Gibson movie. Oh, really? Richard Pryor. <laughs> Two of the greatest comedy, you know, yeah. icons. Okay, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. I should remember that. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. It is very not PC. That's okay. It's a, but it's very funny. I'll watch it with Bell and Lucas tonight. Good, good, <laughs> good. Yeah, Superbad is great though. Superbad's a very it good is movie. So too. funny. I yeah. just, I feel like I feel like it was so funny to me because it is. It is super similar to a lot of people's high school's experiences. Yeah. Because I kind of did go through a lot of this shit. I, I also bad. got like a fake ID with the name McLovin on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want one actually. Yeah. Should I dress as like McLovin for Halloween? Do it. You think I can pull that off? It doesn't matter about pulling it off. You just do it. <laughs> just do it. You got yeah. the ID and everything. Yeah. Get like that vest. Uh huh. <sighs> I kind of want to do that this Halloween now. Do it. That might be pretty funny. Yeah, that's probably my favorite comedy movie. The coolest movie I've seen, though, like the coolest shot movie I've seen is 1917. Mm. Have you seen that? I have. Oh, it's crazy. There's a lot of long shots in that one. Yeah. yeah. Like there was, I saw something, there was a total of like six cuts in like mm. the entire movie, and it's almost two hours long. Mm. Like they had a scene where it was like 30 minutes, just straight footage and acting, and another one that was like 45 minutes. Like it's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's like one of my, that's my favorite war movie, I think. How do you do that without cracking, too? I know. I'd be yeah. like, in my head, I'd be like, bro, we've been doing this for 40 minutes, and if I fuck up, we gotta refilm the whole so thing. I'd be yeah. sweating. I know. I like, know. 43 minutes, I'd be, like, stuttering my words. and be like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Have you seen um, that movie? Um, I was thinking Once Birdman. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When fucking Leo's character fucks up his line on the set. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like that except like 30 minutes. Yeah, literally, bro. Literally, but I was going to say have you you know what you know what Birdman is? Yeah, I know. It's like Birdman the one is. with Ed Norton, uh Michael Keaton. Yeah. That's like yeah. the one that's like it, it they say it's one shot, but it's just the way they use cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when they walk around corners and shit. That's a really I haven't seen that movie in a while, but that's a good one. It's crazy how they do that though cuz like even even a shot that runs for 5 minutes that's a long time. Like, yeah. that is actually hard to make sure everybody is in position, saying exactly what they need to, and nobody's slipping up. Mm-hmm. Well, at that point, it's like a stage production, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's you like, just have cameras. Yeah, it's really crazy. I, don't, I have a lot of appreciation for pe- people in the film industry, because it is not easy. It takes a big team of people, and they all have to be able to collaborate. Uh, <laughs> uh, Russ, like, uh, stand-up's harder. Uh, <laughs> They're fine. They're fucking, you know, you know how much those motherfuckers get paid? Too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Comics are, like Neil was talking about earlier, they will be, they will slave away just to get paid, and then you're getting paid, like, minimum wage. Yeah. 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 So, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I respect them. They're cool. (laughs) They just get paid a lot of money, man. Eh, you know. But I guess it's part of the gig, I guess. If you're gonna be put that money towards teachers. Yeah, (laughs) we had a bit about pretenders earlier on the podcast, and like pretenders, pretenders, the pretenders with the real Smith. You know, being a pretender. Oh, you know, all that money just going towards people who can pretend really well. Yes. Yeah. When our teachers and firemen are not pretending, the fire (laughs) is always real. (laughs) They're they're not pretending. Yeah. It's actually just like a bunch of fog machines and Mm -hmm. shit. And it's they just a, run in and then take their shirts off and look sexy. And That's a fireman. <laughs> I think a prerequisite is running in, taking your shirt off, and yeah. looking sexy. Yeah, you yeah. got to be able to, like, pop your pecs. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you can't make them bounce, we don't want you on the force. If you can't pop your pecs, I don't even want you to save me. No. No. Let me die. <laughs> exactly. Let me die. And if I am going to die, I, the last thing I want to see is those pecs being popped. Bounced. Bump, 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 like Terry Crews. <laughs> yeah, he's so good at that. I forgot about that. Yeah. I love Terry Crews. Fuck. Terry Crews, best, uh, like, one of my favorite performances uh, of him is in, have you guys seen The Longest Yard? Yeah. Oh, and he's, like, the dude it. on the, he's the dude on the prison yard who's, like, who somehow smuggles in McDonald's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's at the door here. But, yeah, that's, like, one of my favorite, favorite like, Terry Crews performances. Terry Crews is goaded, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. Yeah, he's awesome, bros. He's awesome. Anyways, on that sexy note, I think we should, uh, you know, wrap this little soiree up. Thank you to Greg for, you know, being fucking ugly. Thanks to Jay for, um, you know, coming through here. And, uh, you know, thanks for all of you two. Oh, of course. Not you two, but, like, the listeners. You two. T-O-O. Like the band? English is hard. You two, as in... Um, the band. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck that band. The band. I hate that band because I can't get them off my phone. Yeah. I can't delete their stupid playlist. I open up my car, and the first thing that starts is some stupid bro, fucking YouTube bro, song. The worst thing, I said the worst thing they did for their career was when on Apple Music they gave out their album for free yeah. like years ago, and everyone's like, yeah. fuck off, I don't want to listen to this album. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like stuck on your Apple Music now. It's just there. I know, it's like, you should have the option to delete it. Now I hate YouTube more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so thanks to you two, the listener, and fuck you to the band. Um, this has been great. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Kiss. <laughs>
been a TVB production. Who is with Rosso Terry is hosted by Rosso Terry and myself, Jaden Coquet. Executively produced by Rosso Terry and Abdullah Tip Abdullah. Co-produced by Brody Lester and Bell Newen. Engineered by Greg Ivanov. Edited by Greg Ivanov and Rosso Terry. Theme music is by Ethan Goring, and the incidental music is by Liam Ken. You can rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts, and you may have a chance to get featured on the show. 